Welcome to the Freedom Founder Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Duggar. Today, my guest is myself. So we got a little bit of change up on the scene today. So I wanted to share a little bit about where I came from and a little bit of the tidbits I've learned along the way with you. So um, if I haven't talked with you before or you don't know, I'm a, a business owner and entrepreneur. I have um, bought and um, and I've, I've gotten into the area of the behavioral health care space. Um, it was like essentially my first business that I got involved with. But I'm going to get back into that in just a moment. But I want to introduce the topic for today. Um, essentially, the topic is ready, fire, aim. Now, that's a strategy that some people will go into when they come into a business and they get started in the area of, of building or starting a business. Oftentimes, it is going to be much better to start with a process of getting ready, aiming, establishing your plan, working it through in as much detail as you can, and then firing and getting that business started. But there are circumstances in which the alternative is true. So to get back to where I started there, when I started in the behavioral healthcare space, I absolutely took the ready, fire, aim approach. It was something that I had not previously done before. It was something that I had no experience in the business or entrepreneurial space. Um, unless you count mowing lawns and shoveling driveways when I was young, uh, which I absolutely did. Although just like when I was in a telemarketer, I would skip walking up to some houses because I just wasn't confident all the time. So there was an opportunity though in 2012 in Michigan when insurance legislation went into place for coverage for ABA therapy services, applied behavior analysis for children with autism. Something I had gone to school for, something I had experience in, and I had been contracting with a local county community mental health agency that was the fiduciary for all the Medicaid available services for the space that would provide this. So they asked, have you ever thought about starting a provider agency? We do not want to do this in-house. We would like to contract somebody else to do the work. And I said, um, I'm not sure if that's someone I want to do, but let me think about it. And I approached a friend who had started a business in the same space. And she had been successfully operating for a year. And she also worked in an alternative space as well, uh, working with individuals with traumatic brain injury or spinal cord injury. And I thought, will you maybe come alongside me and I can work for you and I can help get this started? And she told me, no. <laughs> she said, you will not be satisfied if you come alongside me and we try to operate in that way. It's not going to bring you what you're looking for and you're going to continue seeking that. So instead, she offered just to be a support and come alongside me and be able to give me encouragement. So gave some more thought, more prayer and came back ultimately to make the decision that yes, yes, we'll get this started. Um, I will contract with this county for these services. Started small, started with myself, trying to figure it out as I went. So that's when we get into the fire section here is that we got ready in the mindset, okay, we're going to do this. And then we jumped right in because there was an immediate need 
and they were ready to contract somebody who was willing. So jumped right into it, still had my full-time job and was able to overlap the two for a period of time, about approximately, a, would say actually about uh, six months, six to nine months. And thankfully they were worked with me towards the end and I was able to reduce my schedule. But that's an example of a circumstance in which the ready fire aim strategy made sense. There wasn't an existing market. There weren't a lot of companies at the time that were doing this service and there weren't competitors in the media area. That county didn't have any competitors that were in that area for that specific community mental health location. So we were the first in-home provider there. Then we became the first in-home provider in another county. Um, I don't know exactly time frames on that, but shortly thereafter. So we began picking up some steam as there was an indicated need in the surrounding communities. So we continued to seek to find a way to fill those needs. So the ready fire aim strategy worked in that circumstance. Other circumstances where it will make sense to consider this strategy, just like I mentioned, if the need is immediate, like also if the in global pandemic, there was immediate need for more PPE. So people were figuring out ways to produce PPE. They may have already had an infrastructure to produce products, and then they just converted some of their systems over to produce face shields and to produce other things. Um, hand sanitizer became a big one for companies that made um, alcohol so that they could produce a uh, opportunity. It was an opportunity to produce a alcohol based hand sanitizer, which smelled like vodka <laughs> to me. So, but it worked and it was effective and it was an option. Also, when the cost of the solution to trying an opportunity is low, then there may be an option to consider taking that ready fire aim approach where you can start up out of your home, whether it's a service based business or a product um, that you want to get out there and try to just get a feel for the market. When there's not any competitor or market data available, that's another time just like I mentioned with the business that I referred to that I had started back in 2013, um, new ideas are out there. New ideas also do still occur. So, I mean, it's a little bit dated, but the pet rock, I mean, what competitor was out there? What market data was out there? I'm sure there was some indicated need for a pet rock, but that business produced an income. You know, and, Innovators, like in the technology space, um, that's another area where sometimes you do have to get that out there to then get that information, get that data from those that are purchasing the product and then refining it over time. I mean, what iPhone are we on now? <laughs> I don't know. I'm still on iPhone 8, so we'll get back to that. When, the, when your team's stuck, sometimes when you're developing something and you've been reworking it over and over and over, and you can continue to change things, it's time to get that out there. You know, you can continue to get ready and work the plan, continue to develop the plan, develop the plan, developing in the product. Sometimes it's time to fire. And then you come back to that aim. You come back to the revisions that are needed with that product. If you have a large, loyal customer base, there's an opportunity there where you can 
try something out within your customer base. Maybe it's an exercise professional who decides that they want to put their brand on a product and they want to start trying to sell that product to see if it could be something that their customer base and loyal fan base was interested in. If there's a, a cause or an advocate that is um, promoting a service or a product that can get behind it, I think of the autism space because that's the area that I had worked in for so many years. The, I think the statistic going back to the year 2000, I think it was one in 100 children was diagnosed with autism. May even been a higher number than that. Um, but in current data, one in 44 individuals receive an autism diagnosis. So that's an opportunity in a sense, but also a cause to get behind and support providing the service that's needed for those kids and families. And there's also advocates in that area. I mean, that's the only way that we got through to that point in which insurance legislation was passed in the state of Michigan, as well as other states throughout the country. So when there are legal teams or parents advocating, that can make a big difference. But I'm going to leave you with this. Make sure you know your product, the service you're offering. Don't just decide because somebody else is doing it that maybe you should just try it out. Get to know it at least to the extent that you can then do it or create it and provide it. When you can, evaluate your market. Evaluate the opportunity and know who is that market that you're you're trying to get that product to who are those customers that you're trying to get that product to or the clients that you're trying to serve get to know that what are the needs and start if you don't know how to start get a mentor if you know how to start get a mentor it's always going to be invaluable to work with somebody who has more experience than you you're going to learn from them and you're going to avoid some mistakes I did not take that advice always early on as much as I should have. Thankfully, as I mentioned, my friend who had experience came alongside me. and That gave me that indication that there is a need here to work with other people. If you have that experience, be willing to share that experience. Be willing to provide support to others and mentor others. You still have things you can learn as well. And remember, there are resources out there, whether they're online or they're directly some things you can grab um, locally. You can find uh, SCORE is a resource. It's an organization that has volunteers who will work with you. There are opportunities within universities sometimes where there are students that are in that business field that will work with you. Paid support is also a value. Keep that in mind. You know, you're going to want to make sure that you're doing something right. Legal, accounting, those are some key areas. So make sure that you're looking into those aspects. But don't be afraid to take that initial step and really consider whether your opportunity, your service you're providing is a ready, fire, aim business that you can get it off the ground and then continue to revise over time. You're always gonna be doing that regardless of what business you're in. So thanks for joining me today. If you have any input, 
any questions, any feedback, feel free to reach out anytime, Zach at thefreedomfounder.com. And look forward to hosting my next guest on Monday. So join me. We'll see you then.